what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Just the West podcast. I'm your host, Just the West, and we are into Wild Card Weekend. It's finally here. Playoffs are upon us. We are in playoff season for the NFL season, uh, and I'm also here with my co-host, Camo. Camo, are you there? Just the West, I'm here. Um, TGIF. I'm, it's been a it's been a week. Uh, first week of a uh, 2021, I, I saw a meme somewhere, I think, I think nicely summed it up. It said, um, uh, you know, uh, my seven-day sub- free sub- free trial 2021 is about to expire. Um, I don't think I'm going to renew. So, <laughs> No, seriously, though. And to all our loyal listeners that kind of keep track of what's going on in the world, let alone our country, there was some, uh, some litmus in Capitol Hill, uh, to say the least. It's there's that COVID still running rampant. Uh, yeah, it's been what a time to be alive. <laughs> it's been kind of honestly, like, you know, everyone's saying like, well, you know, fuck 2020 things are getting so much better in 2021, but, uh, it just seems to kind of spill over. So far. A little bit, yeah, a little bit of a carryover, but, um, you know, there's a lot, lot to be on the horizon. New, a new president coming in a couple of weeks, vaccines rolling out. So, you know, We'll just, uh, you know, it's always going to be a little overflow when when you start the new year, you know. Yeah, no, that's right. So. And, you know, having said that, happy holidays, happy new year. Uh, vaccinations are on the way. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but regardless, it seems like there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to our frontline workers that are still in the mix. If anything, they've gotten busier now in terms of ICU beds and all that. But, uh, well, yeah, a lot of stuff least- your way. At least we have football and we have NFC West teams talk about uh, in the playoffs hunt in the picture, which is a nice distraction from. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. So let's just go ahead and, and get into some football then. Okay, Kamo, because we are into wild card weekend. And this is a very unique wild card sort of season because in years past, typically speaking, and we talked about this you know extensively last pod, but. Uh, typically speaking, the first two seeds in the playoff seeding for the conferences, the AFC and the NFC, they typically get a bye week. But for this season in particular, the number two seed does not get a bye week. Uh, so why? Because there is now not two wild card teams. There are three. They added a third wild card team in which there are now, yeah, there are six games that are going to happen for wild card weekend. The number two seed is going to play the number seven seed. And so we have six games of football. More importantly, just talking about that, week 17 really mattered. And that's why you didn't see that many teams really bench their starters or whatnot. Because, you know, in light of that, only the top seed can get the bye week. And so those that were at the two seed, three seed, they were still trying to win their games with hope that they can get the number one seed so they can have that bye week. So there was a lot of fuckery that was going on, honestly. There was a lot of fuckery that was going on. And I thought, I, like, we, we talked about this. It was the Bears, the Cardinals, the Rams. Whatever happens from that, mm-hmm. two out of the three will make the playoffs. And I was expecting, well, I was expecting the Cardinals to um, make the playoffs this year. But that didn't happen. And let, let's talk about that briefly before we get into the matchup. But sure. the Cardinals played the Rams. Kyler Murray versus John Wolford. I, I assumed, especially for a must-win game, that the Cardinals would win that game. But Kyler Murray got hurt, and uh, it was Chris 
Trevor Derb versus John Wilford. And uh, yeah, the Rams won. The Cardinals are out. The Bears lost to the Packers, but since the Cardinals lost, they're out. So you have the Rams and the Bears advancing, which is why you have the Rams playing the Seahawks for wildcard weekend. But taking a step back, I mean, these Cardinals, man, like they, they ended their season eight and eight, yep. but they started their, their season six and three. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, f- I feel like when we had discussed them at the beginning of this season, um, you know, after Murray's, you know, first year starter, a lot of hype, um, you know, had that amazing, was it Hale Murray pass to D hop, you know, a lot of hype around the Cardinals and momentum. Um, but then towards the end of the season, the, the wheels kind of fell off a little bit. Um, you know, it's, it's no secret that the Cardinals have had a shoddy offensive line for years at this point. And I think, you know, Murray took a lot of hits. I think he was injured the last couple of weeks, but in our previous pod, we had made predictions. I had said, I think the Cardinals will, will beat the Rams just purely because the Rams were start were starting a quarterback who's never played an NFL game before. And I, and the Cardinals were home and they were favored. I thought they would take it, but lo and behold, Murray gets hurt early into this game and they threw in some guy I'd never heard of before. And the rest is kind of history. So I, uh, I told you earlier, I did not catch all of this game, but uh, from the box score, there was a combined one offensive touchdown between the two teams. And um, yeah, seemed like a pretty ugly game. It was an ugly game. We'll talk more about the Cardinals offseason for a future pod, but that's all I just want to say, man. Like I was, it would have been nice actually to have a little bit more, um, more NFC West coverage in the playoffs. You have the Seahawks, you have the Rams, but by theory, if the Cardinals had made the playoffs, they would have played the Saints. They would have had the number seven seed. They would have played the Saints for a wild card weekend. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll never know until next year. We'll never know, but let's talk in the present because as of 2021, tomorrow is going to be January 9th, 2021. Yeah. We have an NFC West wild card game to decipher then, okay? Yeah. So let's yeah. go. Let's go ahead and get to it. So the number six seed, which is the Rams, okay? The Rams are the number six seed. They're at Seattle. Seattle won their game against the Niners, uh, but also the Saints won their game and the Packers won their game. So the Packers are the one seed. The Saints are the two seed. The Seahawks are the three seed. So six versus three, Rams versus Seahawks at Seattle. And you have the Seattle Seahawks favored by three and a half and a very, very low scoring over under 42 and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in their last matchup, um, the Rams lost to the Seahawks twenty to nine, a game where I don't I think there was only one offensive touchdown. It was it was pretty well. It was the NFC West. It was black and blue. And as you see right now for this over under, they're expecting something very similar. Uh, this Rams defense going into the playoffs, they are the number one rated defense per DBOA. They're right up there with the Steelers. They're Hands down with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and what they've done with their secondary, they are a very, very dangerous defense. Okay. But the one caveat to it is their offense has been lacking. It's been lacking. They haven't actually scored more than 20 points the last four weeks of the season to end the season. Okay. And a lot of it has to do with quarterback play turnovers, both Jared Goff um, against the Seahawks, ironically, 
couple of weeks ago, injured his right thumb, which is his right throwing hand. He uses that hand to throw, and you need a thumb to throw. Mm-hmm. So he had the thumb surgery. He missed last week. And as of now, they haven't announced who's going to be the quarterback, whether it's John Wolford or Jared Goff. And they had their defense, but the quarterback plays kind of shoddy. And then you have the Seahawks team where, you know, their their offense has been maybe not as good as the first half of the season, but they're still good. Yeah. And you have a defense that's been raging lately. They've been playing really good defensive football, uh, but they have a couple other things as well. Jamal Adams, he has a shoulder injury. He's questionable. Carlos Dunlap, he hasn't been 100%. He should be able to play, but... You get what I'm saying. Both teams have something something against them, let's just say that. And maybe that's why the spread is three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, being here in Seattle, there's a lot of hype around this game. It's home at the newly named Lumen Field, no longer CenturyLink. Oh, that's um, right. It's so oh, hard to totally forgot like, about where that. is this place again? Um, Lumen Stadium. Yeah. They're like, oh, meet us at the Lou. I'm like, that's tacky, corny. But anyway. Um, could be Lulu, it could be Lulu Lemon Stadium. Sure. Hey, you know. But um, the uh, yeah, no, this game I think it's going to be – it's going to be interesting for sure. Um, you, had, you made some really good points that, you know, we talked last week about the Seahawks offense kind of, you know, maybe not exactly on the same page. And I have my thoughts about Russ and – um, underutilizing DK in certain moments and instances. Um, but like you said, a defense has been humming. Um, I saw what I think is on, is on your, on your, uh, IG feed. Um, Jamal Adams made, was the first team or second team all NFC. Yeah. We can talk about that too. Bobby Wagner, uh, made first team all pro, pro. Jamal, Jamal Adams made second team. We want to go down the let's go down the NFC West. Uh, Fred Warner made first team All Pro. Well deserved. Yep. Buda Baker made first team All Pro. Um, I think DeAndre Hopkins got first team All Pro. Yeah. Then on the Rams, you have Jalen Ramsey and you have Aaron Donald first team All Pro. So yeah, I mean, no no surprises there. But I think especially for Adams, who came over, you know, in a in a trade, um, it paid a ransom for him and he missed what four games this season he yep. still made all pro so pretty and again he's still leading leading the league in, in sacks from a safety position so he's been tearing it up out there i know he's questionable i think he will play tomorrow um but you know the offseason or the midseason acquisition of, of carlos carlos uh dunlap he's been yep. huge for them um you know even other other kind of key players um quandre diggs has been playing well um you know, they, they, the defense has just been really carrying them through, you know, even through some kind of ugly games when the offense isn't, isn't been great. But uh, so I think that in this situation, I know they haven't, the Rams haven't announced a starter. Um, I would pretty much bet anything until they're going to go with Goff, even with a gimpy hand and missing last week. Um, considering last week, uh, Wofford, he threw, did he throw it? No, he didn't even throw a touchdown. Yeah, he was like 22 of 38, 220 or 230 yards, zero touchdowns. So I think they'll take Goff, who is even banged up, is going to give him the best option to win in this situation. So let's go ahead and talk about that specifically. So when the Rams have the football, the Seahawks are on the defense. Shout out to Jamal Adams, Carlos Dunlap. Yeah, no, their defense has gotten better. Yeah, the defense certainly has gotten better versus the first half of the season. But 
you know, when the Rams have the football, knowing that their their defense is probably the best in the league right now going to playoffs. I mean, you know, what are the key matchups? You know, the way I look at it, uh, whether it's golf or Wolford, it's pretty much don't fuck this up. Don't turn the ball <laughs> over. No pick sixes, no fumbles, no Nick Mullins type of shit. Like <laughs> just play good football. From what I understand, Cam Akers is fine. He got like 21 carries last week, if that makes an indication of anything. Yeah. But you're going to have a lot banked on Cam Akers in the run game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have a lot banked on moving the chains. Mm-hmm. Cooper Cup is back off the COVID list. You have right. Robert Woods. Um, you know, like the pieces are certainly there. But I think everyone in terms of like the, the Rams fandom is just really concerned about taking care of the football. Uh, It's also worth noting too, Andrew Whitworth, their left tackle, Mm -hmm. they officially took him off the IR. He's slated Uh to play at left tackle, which should be awesome for them. Joe Noteboom has been doing it uh, during the interim, but Whitworth, that's another thing to consider, considering he hasn't been playing like the last month or so. How he does is going to be a big factor, but you know, what, what kind of stands out when the Rams have the football matchup wise? Yeah, I mean, I think, like you said, there's going to be, I think Akers is going to get have a heavy load for sure. Um, and so it's going to be it's going to be about the, the Seahawks being able to stop the run. Um, and so we talked about Adams before. He, he's a he's a jackknife of a player. He can play all over the field. He can, he can drop down and help linebackers and stop the run. He can drop. He can, you know, I think that he's – going to be a big factor in this game in a lot of different areas and not just in, in past coverage. So, um, you know, again, I, having Cooper cup back, I think it's going to be a, 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 for sure a bonus because, you know, I think wide receiver position has been a little spotty and thin for the, um, outside from woods for the, for the Rams this season. Um, you know, mashup wise, I think that really it's, you know, the Rams have been, I know they, they, they lost, uh, was name Daryl Henderson for the year. Yeah, they've been running back by committee. So again, now that he's out, it's I don't even know who else is behind backing up Acres at this point. Okay, okay. Well, like I said, whoever's at quarterback, don't fuck it up. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this: it's it's kind of interesting because I mean, uh, you know, on one end you like to see John Walford do well, get his first win on his first start. That's awesome. But at the same time, too, let's just say this: I'm just putting it out there. But if Walford does get the start, if Jared Goff cannot play. Uh, the Seahawks have Wilford's film now. They they have a week to prepare for, for both quarterbacks. They know his tendencies. It's actually to a detriment for him to pl- have played last week because, <laughs> um, yeah, they, they they have some film on him now. Yeah, yeah. They have film on both Golf and Wilford, and it's just one of those things that is concerning because McVay does an awesome job, obviously. You know, he's a great offensive guru in the same light as Kyle Shanahan in the NFC West, but – you know, um, this quarterback play, it just, it just keeps hitting my head. It keeps hitting fandoms, uh, for, for the Rams. I mean, it's just, it's the number one thing when the Rams have the football is who's under center and who's going to take care of the football. Yeah. So let's go and switch it conversely, conversely. Okay. So you got Russell Wilson, Russ cooking. Okay. So he's going to be under center, obviously. He's got his whole slew of running backs. Chris Carson is back. Rashad Penny's back. Carlos Hyde, I'm not too sure about him, but uh, pretty much he's got his run game back. 
It's wide receivers. You got Tyler Lockett, you have DK Metcalf, but it's kind of alluding to what I mentioned earlier. This is a really tough defense guys. Okay. Yeah. Aaron Donald Rex fucking Rex offensive lines, you know? <laughs> so like him against Andrew with that, that should be interesting, but like, you know, they have Michael Brockers is back. Like this defensive line is booming. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but you know, in terms of secondary play, I know that a lot of people give a lot of credit to the Steelers and their secondary, but the Rams, their secondary has been, they've been killing it. Okay. Jalen Ramsey, he's been a true lockdown corner. Troy Hills right there. John Johnson, the third, um, Jordan Fuller, like they're, they're ready to play. Okay. And so as much as I like the Seahawks receivers and what they bring to the passing game, um, Keep in mind, Jalen Ramsey, when he's matched up against DK Metcalf, he has owned DK Metcalf. I believe in their last couple of matchups, I think Metcalf has caught the ball like what three times, three yeah. catches for like 20 yards. So he's had his number, meaning that Russell Wilson has not thrown to Metcalf's way. So come playoff time, I'm, I'm intrigued to see Russ. Well, for one, will Russell Wilson like continue to do that? Will he continue to avoid him? Uh, and then conversely, you know, um, Will Tyler Lockett, someone else make a play? That's that's yeah. the first thing that comes to mind for me. What about you, Camo? Yeah, um, I mean, I really feel like, you know, again, the Seahawks at this at this this juncture in time, they start off the season, their offense seemed to be rolling. The defense was kind of spotty, questionable, giving a lot of points. Then this midway through the season, kind of flipped a little bit. Um, so maybe this could be the weekend where they play like a really awesome game. Um, where the defense is humming and their offense is, is rolling to the point um, where they're able to put up a ton of points, put pressure on LA's defense to, to make plays. But you pointed out, obviously the highlight matchup uh, DK Metcalf against Jalen Ramsey and, and Ramsey's had his number this whole season. It could be the game this where DK is saying, you know, I, I deserve to be, among the echelon of the top wide receivers, even though he's only in the second year, and he makes you know big time players make big time plays in big time games. So it could be it could be his game tomorrow. Um, I don't know. I think they're also going to lean heavily on Chris Carson, who has been like I don't know why the Seahawks are even contemplating not bringing him back next season. He is arguably like their one their best player. I mean, aside from Russ, he's been such a workhorse for this team. And even though he's been banged up this year. Um, the Seahawks would be dumb not to bring him back. I think I, I just from being here and, and watching him play, he is such an asset to the team. So uh, I think they're going to lean on him a lot. I, if for whatever reason, Russ isn't connecting with his receivers. I know last week Lockett had two touchdowns, um, you know, you know, and, and using him a lot and, and DK can, you, he's always a threat, especially down deep downfield, but you also have David Moore, you have tight end play, um, a lot of weapons for Russ, for sure. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, like I said, Russell Wilson has only thrown a handful of times towards Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's playoff time right now. Do you think Russell Wilson has the balls to, you know, on a nine, a long route? Yeah. Ramsey, Metcalf, I mean, do you think it happens? Well, he's Mr. Unlimited, right? Anything could happen. Um, he's yeah. also... <laughs> You know, um, you know, it, it's going to be, are they going to let Russ cook in this game? Um, it's hard to say. I, I, part of me is thinking that they're going to be like, they might just p- try to keep it, play it safe and 
keep it tight, not trying to make any, any major mistakes. Um, because, you know, they've proven to be successful that way in, in years past where they've squeaked by in these close wins. Um, but at the beginning of the season, when they're letting him cook, like they're putting up big numbers and they might have to in this game. Um, so that's a, that's a hard question. Um, you know, I think, I think it's, this tomorrow's going to show a lot for sure. And whoever ends up winning this game tomorrow, um, it's got a lot of confidence going into the, the next week's matchup. I agree. I mean, it's one of those things too. The Rams know that their defense can save them for, for a lot of instances. So I honestly, whoever's that quarterback, whether it's a, a hurt golf or a, an inexperienced Wolford, they're going to play a very conservative game. They're going to rely heavily on the run game and acres move the chains with Robert Woods, a little bit of Cooper cup, but you know, if I'm them, I'm going to keep, keep the ball close at hand. I don't want it fumbling or getting intercepted. What have you, if I'm the Seahawks, um, yeah, this is a very, very tough defense to have. So I won't say be conservative because they shouldn't, but uh, they got to be wary. They got to be wary. You, you don't want to, you don't want to spot the Rams in, in a couple good situations because of turnovers as well. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll, I'll be. I already know what McVay is going to do from a play calling perspective, but I'm curious to see what the Seahawks are going to do. Uh, when they have the football, if they're going to be as pass heavy as advertised earlier on in the season, or if they continue to be, you know, the Pete Carroll way and, and grind it out. And I know a lot of Seahawks fans go nuts over this, but like just grind it out and have these close wins, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think Seahawks fans, honestly, at this point, they're just, you know, they came up short last season, this season, I feel like, you know, a win's a win any way you take it. So and they're yeah. used to these, to these nail biters and just having it work out in their favor. So, I, I think, too, you know, Jamal Adams or what have you, I think they're going to be pretty aggressive on, on their pass rush. They do a lot of blitzing now. Um, you know, obviously they're devoid of some talents, you know, from a pass rush perspective. But they use their, their defensive backs um, quite often for, for a, lo- a lot of things. I think that you'll see you'll see a lot of pressure from, from the blitz, too, from the Seahawks. And, uh yeah, I don't know who's gonna be under center, but you got to be ready. Yeah, got to be ready. So, let's go ahead and circle. Anything else that you want to say about this matchup? I mean, this is the matchup in the NFC West. There's no Cardinals versus Saints. It's this is the matchup that we have on the pod. Yeah, um, you know, I, I guess if you want to, should, should I give my my prediction and uh, kind of forecast the next week if we're playing hypotheticals? Sure. So right now we have the Seahawks favored by three and a half over under 42 and a half low scoring, uh-huh. just a bit over a field goal. And the reason why it's so close is because of, I mentioned, you know, this Rams defense is really good. So yeah. how do you break it down? Yeah, no, I think it's going to be close. Honestly. Um, I think they will end up um, taking the over barely. So I think, and I think that in this situation, uh, honestly, having Russ who is, you know, he's been starting for 10 years, nine years, whatever it is at this point, um, ton of experience. And especially if the Rams end up starting Wofford, uh, over Goff, we give the edge to Seattle also just being home as well. Um, so I'm going to say Seahawks will take it 24, 21, 24, 21. Okay. It's a little bit over the over. Okay. All right. Well, I think it'll be low scoring as well. Um, certainly this Rams defense has 
has the potential to dominate this game and dictate this game. But, you know, at home, Russell Wilson, that's, that's pretty tough. That's pretty tough. And divisional and the Seahawks have played well, uh, had their number last, last matchup and whoever starts at center is not going to be optimal to really execute a McVay offense. Uh, Go ahead and give me the Seahawks, but uh, I'll do it 23 to 17, 23 to 17, a game in which the Seahawks will keep it close. I'm sure that they're going to run the ball a ton and, and be wary of, of this defense. Um, the only thing that can really break the barrier, break the wall for the Seahawks is if they shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah. That's happened before too. I mean, you've seen these Seahawks like in the second half of the season, a couple of pick sixes, like, you know, to the bills or like a couple sets, you know, just mm-hmm. stupid shit, stupid yeah. shit that's happened. It, it's shown like Russell Wilson was an MVP candidate earlier on the season. And then, you know, just a lot of weird stuff happened in the second half. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure they want to avoid that. I'm sure they want to take care of the football as well. Take a couple shots, but when it's all said and done, give me uh, a close game at 23, 17. All right. And yeah, I know that we were <laughs> struggling a little bit to figure out, matchup for the following week should the Seahawks win um I I think from uh doing some some hard and fast research here it looks like the Seahawks would play the Saints in the next round if they were to advance and assuming the Saints beat the Bears um so that would be an interesting matchup for sure I would definitely say that the uh the uh, uh, uh the point spread would be much higher than, the, than this game if that was going to be the case yeah, I think so. It'd be a much higher score. If it's Saints Seahawks, as we predict, I mean, I think it's going to be a much higher, a much higher over under. Um, I think it's a, that should be a pretty fun game if yeah. it were to come to it. If it was Russell Wilson versus Drew Brees, just because both of them are undersized quarterbacks that have paved the way for Kyler Murray, for Baker Mayfield, for a lot of these Johnny Menzel, even though that didn't work <laughs> out, but it's paved the way for um, a, a lot of quarterbacks that have been selected pretty i mean number one overall pick for for christ's sake they yeah. brought that to the table and i know that for drew Brees, no pressure but this is probably going to be his last season yeah yeah probably gonna be his last season so it'll I, be interesting actually for sure there's a lot of similarities you can think about with the and just in terms of the um you know the offensive weapons that the, the saints have um, i know michael thompson's had an up and down year for sure but he's still there if he plays um you know, their defense is uh, nothing to really talk, you know, the, the Saints is not, are, are not really known for that except for a couple of good defensive players, Cam Jordan and so on. But um, yeah, it's going to be, it'll be a fun game for sure. And, and I'm assuming the Saints would be the home home team in that situation, right? Yep. Because they had the two seed. Right. So they play in the dome, in New Orleans. So. Yeah. You know, it'd be funny if we're totally wrong and we looked at the thing wrong and it's yeah. the winner of the Bucks. Football team. I don't think so. I think from that that one CBS bracket that it, they're projecting um, the Packers. Obviously, they have a first round by so that they they think the Bucks will will win their first round match and they'll play. It'll be uh, uh, Tampa Brady against uh, the MVP favorite and Aaron Rodgers, which would be a pretty pretty exciting game as well. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll take your word for it. Um, this this bracket, we to the listeners, we spent like five minutes trying to figure this shit out and. <laughs> I feel, like, uh, I feel like an idiot, but yeah, I, I think we, we got it right. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited for this game tomorrow. I'm going to, you know, all my, all my 
Seattle buddies here texting, being like, oh, can't do anything. Got the Hawks game. You know, that's, it's, you know. <laughs> well, if the Niners win the playoffs, I'd say the same shit too. Exactly. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. Didn't, that didn't happen. That didn't happen, but. Didn't, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, at least they, they tried. So that was good. All right. Uh, you know, it's not supposed to rain tomorrow. And I was like, tell my buddies like, Oh, we should go, we should go play some golf. They're like, I can't dude. Like it's the Hawks game. I'm like, but it's not raining. <laughs> so the game's at one thirty Pacific standard time. It's going to be lit. Yeah. Let's see what happens guys. Let's see yeah. Happens. I mean here they're going to have the, the, it's going to be sunny. It'll be cold, chippy. So it'll be good, good football weather for sure. Yeah. Should be, should be a good time. Should be a good time. Hey, I, I know that uh, we talked mostly about the NFC West matchup, but let's just do a, a quick, Quick pick them, just because sure. I got you on the line. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the Bucks are playing the Washington football team. I, I'm not going to give you the spread. Who do you think is going to win? Uh, Bucks. Okay. Uh, Bears, Saints? Saints. Okay, I'm going to say Bucks and Saints as well. Let's talk about the EFC. Um, Five-seed Ravens, four-seed Titans. That's actually a pretty good matchup because the Titans beat the Ravens last time. Yeah, uh, I feel like Derrick Henry's. 2,000 yards, if they're going to lean on him, um, I'm going to go Titans. I'll go Ravens. I think yeah. – um, I don't know. Just got checked, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm not a Ten Hill fan too, so. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. And then the Browns, uh, the COVID Browns, because I know they're coaching some other shit's going down. So yeah. the Browns play the Steelers for the second week in a row. Uh, this time, uh, Ben Rothenberger is going to be starting because the game matters. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your take on yeah. this? Yeah. I mean, the Steelers – they were they were playing so well begin for the most majority of the season. Brown I feel like came on late. It might be close on because I know the last game was actually really good. It was like a Thursday night game when they played each other, or I can't remember what it was or Monday night, but it was close. That's I really that's a, that's a toss up. I feel like the Browns might actually pull it off, so I'm gonna go with them. You know, it's funny. I thought I was gonna be the one to keep it like spicy, but I was thinking the Browns too. Uh, they run the ball really well. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. As long as they take care of the football, uh, and I'm, I haven't been too impressed about Ben Roethlisberger and this team offensively lately. It's just, yeah. I don't know. Something something's been up with them. Um, so in light of COVID and light of all this other shit, yeah, the Browns pull it off. I yeah. I would predict it. Yeah, let's put it on the board. Okay. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, uh, the Colts seven seed. They're playing the Bills. The two seed both teams are kind of they've been up and down the last couple of years but they've got their shit together so yeah the um the bill's been super impressive uh, i know they've had you know obviously some you know, not super stellar moments during the season but lately they've been playing really well stefan diggs and and josh allen for sure so i'm gonna go with the bills in this game i'll go with the bills too um not not necessarily well it's because i philip rivers he's been <laughs> He's been frustrating, man. I mean, as great of a, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback and all that. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always been a Rivers fan. I feel like he's kind of been kind of I don't know, not obviously he's he's had a long career, but at the same time he's he's won a lot, um, and he's still playing. And he went to a new team, and they've gone to the playoffs. Uh, I know. I feel like the. I mean, obviously, I've not watched a lot of um, Colts football this season. Um, so you know, they, they've gotten good contributions from Jonathan Taylor and. Um, Naheem Himes when he wasn't hurt, um, but again, I don't even know what their what is their trademark. Are they, are they, they still have T.Y. Hilton? I think, but like, are they? I don't even know. I don't even know what they're known for, but they they just seem to seem to win. They're a well balanced team. Let's just say that. Yeah. 
No, yeah. I, come playoff time, I don't know what, what the hell is going to go on, but uh, Rivers has been, I don't know, he turns the ball over quite a bit. Yeah. I'll say that. I'll yeah, say. it'll be uh, it'll be interesting for sure. Um, but it's, I think the, the Bills are just rolling at this point. Um, so, yeah, go with them. All right, man. Well, hey, Camo, I appreciate your time. And to our loyal listeners, thank you for checking out the pod, whether it's on Spotify or iTunes. Continue to follow. Thank you so much. Instagram at Just the West, Twitter at Just the West, and of course the blog, www.justthewest.com. Camo, until next time, we out here. Peace. Enjoy Wildcard Weekend. <laughs>